2: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Ghost Chronicles: Next Generation—or should I say, International? I am Ron Kolak, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unbelievable, and still wishing I had more hair. And joining me is not Anne; she's off uh, going on a biker chick weekend, I guess. And uh, joining me is the another guy who wish he had more hair too. Is the platinum standard of ghost hunting in the uk mr steve Parsons. hello
0: good yeah, morning was how big... are you yeah was you ah, realize nope. that anybody that just tuned into the podcast of this year is going to go international
2: what the hell am i did i did yeah. i forget date what day yeah. am i on <laughs> anyway
0: <gasps> that's messed them up
2: yeah 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 hey welcome to so, anyway. thursday Oh yes, Thursday there, right? So you're in my future. Yeah. So what's it looking like? You know, am I... wet and windy. Can you give me the lottery numbers or? Uh... I can tell you, it's wet and windy. Wet and windy. It's always wet and windy.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey. Welcome to election day, two thousand and seventeen. Oh, Scotland. Scotland's always. They, they never have the sun up there. And election. Do you have an election? It is. It's our. Uh, it's our second. Yeah,
0: because of. Um... Oh, Yeah, we all go to the polls today in about six I, hours.
2: I didn't think you had like real elections. I mean, you yeah, know, you had, you, know you, had, you had the Queen and then you had all the the, uh, lords, and the lords who uh, take up the House of the Normal. And so, no, what the period. hell's left for everybody else? What do you get? The oh, House per- of Commons?
0: Periodically, they let us plebs vote and decide. But this isn't a surprise because the last one was 2015 and we normally only have them every five years. But. Oh, our, our strong and stable leaders have decided that they're not strong and stable like enough. Health. Yeah, <laughs> are not strong and stable enough to do the job on their own, so they need to have a
2: bigger majority. So, explain to me exactly how this this works, because you have the House of Lords, you have the House of yeah, Commons, you've got the yeah. Queen, you've got the yeah. Prime Minister. How does okay. this all fit together? Right. Well, at the, now, our head of state is the Queen.
0: And she is unelected, and she is obviously a, you know, uh, a queen. You know, the royal family are up. a life position, and it passes seamlessly from generation to generation. Do
2: you know Polish she, popes? I mean, Polish kings were elected.
0: Um, well, our citizens.
2: Yeah, um, okay, carry on. So, uh, following Magna Carta
0: and following the uh, civil war. Uh, the powers of the day-to-day running of the country were passed to Parliament, which is an elected uh, nowadays is an elected group of 650 members of Parliament, um, which we are, whom we elect. They form one half or one portion um, of the Houses of Parliament. The other portion, the other uh, half, if you like, are the Houses of Lords, Is the House of Lords. Some of which is made up of unelected uh, life peers. These are the uh, the lords, uh, the peers of the realm, who by who by uh, I suppose by accident of birth or by privilege, Divine
2: or, at the brilliance,
0: divining or the fact that you know their ancestors stole great tracts of land and made themselves rich and got ennobled for it. Mm-hmm. Um, The remainder, the greatest portion of the House of Lords, is nominated by um, the the prime ministers. By uh, uh, they are ennobled for uh, reasons of either political favor or by reason of their good works for the country.
2: Usually, do they do they they have a term, or or are they for life? They
0: they are they're there for life once they enter the House of Lords. um, Oh. they can be they can be removed if they become you know rogue and criminal, but they're there uh-huh. for life. the The House of Lords or the House of Commons, the ones that we can elect, they are the they are part of the House of the Parliament that make the laws and that govern the country day to day. And then the House of Lords' job is to oversee uh, and amend wh- whenever necessary. The bills and rights um, of part, uh, and laws that are made, but they themselves cannot enact new ones,
2: and that's how it works. Oh, I see. Oh, that's kind of cool. So it, it kind of probably equates to your Senate and. Um, no, because the Senate is is probably more powerful than the uh, the House in reality. Um, yeah. Well, I say.
0: Um, that's how we. That's how, but we weren't expecting this because normally we have an election every five years, much like you do, uh, for a new series of members of parliament. And then from a, from the whichever party wins the majority and is the governing party, they are the party that um, form the government, and they the leader of that party becomes the prime minister, and the prime minister then appoints all of the other ministers to their cabinet. Mm-hmm. So the Home Secretary and the Secretary of State, and
2: uh, blah 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 blah. Uh, do they have to be approved by anyone, or is he just? Uh,
0: doing well, it? Nom- nominally, actually, um, they all have to be approved by the Queen. Um, now, ah, the good. Queen, uh, the Queen does have uh, what is called royal prerogative, in that she uh, is the ultimate passer of all the laws, and all laws and acts are passed in her name. Um, She could theoretically dissolve Parliament. Uh, She could theoretically act against Parliament. However, that would force a constitutional crisis um, and probably uh, lead to a rerun of the Civil War. Um, And so although she has those powers, they haven't been used in more than 400 years. Mm -hmm. But she could if she wanted to. She could take sole control of the country again. And many of us wish, you know, some of us wish that she would at the moment.
2: <laughs> 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 no comment there. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to give a shout-out to uh, Karen out in uh, Washington. She says, uh, happy Election Day to you. And uh, they're watching the results. How can you watch the results? I thought it just turned Election Day.
0: Uh, well... <laughs> I, I think, I, I guess she's, she, she, we know what, I know what you mean, Karen, and thank you for the good wishes. What's a polling card, by the way? A polling card, it's simply a piece of card that they uh, send you that gives you your entitlement to vote. You don't actually need it because it just simply shows that you're on the register of voters. Uh, it just makes voting a little bit quicker. Ah. Um, so it's just a card with your name and address on it uh, because all votes are anonymous. Um, you know, you, you, you don't actually have to have any. Uh, you just have to have proof of entitlement to vote. Um, so that's what a poll. I wish we had are.
2: that here. We don't have that here, unfortunately. Uh, um,
0: so yeah, I mean, we, we our polls open here at seven a.m., uh, which mm-hmm. is in six hours. Uh, well, six, six and a half hours, six, nearly seven at. Uh, well, you get the eye, It's after midnight. It's eight yeah, minutes yeah, past yeah. twelve. So, in in six hours and forty something minutes, our polls open. They stay open till ten p.m. at night, and then immediately the uh, the votes are counted. In fact, many many uh, of the constituencies, because we vote on constituency for the MPs, so each area votes for its own MPs. Right. And there is a bit of a race, um, traditional race, um, to who can be the first to call the result for their constituency.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. And so, so how does, uh, is that voting throughout the Commonwealth, I mean, throughout the uh, United Kingdom, does Scotland vote in this too, or do they have their own little thing? um,
0: Well, no, this is for the entire United Kingdom, so that's England, Wales, Scotland, and Northern Ireland, although Northern Ireland, Scotland, and Wales also have their own devolved parliaments. Uh, But they're they're an entirely separate thing with completely separate powers, but are subservient to the United Kingdom government. Uh So they 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 have certain powers, but not sort of the the overarching powers of state.
2: Yeah, I have to admit that uh, it's absolutely fascinating watching the uh, uh, the House, uh, the Parliament uh, in session. Where they all yell out and stuff like that is <laughs> cool. We we don't have that cool stuff here, which is, you know, yeah, they uh, yell out, but there are certain words that they're not
0: allowed to say. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I, it's very old. Fa- it's very you know, it, it looks like a bear pit, but it's very old-fashioned in many ways. And you can be, you can be suspended from uh, taking part as a member of Parliament for transgressions such as I think still on the statute is for calling another member of Parliament a liar. Ooh, Uh, you're not allowed to directly call them a liar. Um, No, I mean they get around that. They say, "Well, I'm not not calling him a liar, but I am saying he's not not telling the truth." Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But you know, it is it is an uh, an offence within Parliament uh, to call one another liars and you know use profanities, certain profanities. Um, There's a lot of tradition. There's a lot of um, I mean, you've seen the in the start of the dress um, and they have Black Rod, of course, who uh, is uh, the person who acts as sort of the representative of the monarch, um, whoever that might be, king or queen. Um, And when we have the state opening of Parliament, Black Rod uh, goes to the commons. And knocks three times on the door. Yeah, I know. His... I was just
2: going to ask you about that because I and then they
0: and then they slam the door in his face. I know. Isn't that funny? <laughs> which is which is basically them saying, uh, sticking, up, you know, flicking the monarch, the bird, and saying, mm-hmm. um, "We are, you know, you have to remember that we run the country," and that yeah. uh, blah blah blah. And then they open the door, and then they all go off to hear what the queen or ah, <laughs> that's <laughs> so nice. But it's just that that sort of weird tradition that they. No, it's you know... kind of cool actually. You know, what and you... they. And they start every every session of Parliament every single day, and the Lords too. Uh, both start off with morning prayers, which is a bit like assembly at school. Like.
2: Oh my God, we could never have that here in the United States. Uh, well, yeah, you know,
0: I mean it's it's one of the oldest Parliaments in the world. Uh, there mm-hmm. are others that are modelled on it, um, and it, it likes you know tradition is is very much part
2: of the uh, British. That's, I, I think that's what we love about the England. A lot of people who are. Who are. Uh, English files, or uh, whatever they call them. Uh, it, it, it's such a traditionally based country, and you have so many old traditions. It's not like it's something new they came up with. It's, you know, it's really No, cool Some
0: of stuff. these go back to, I mean, for example, before the state opening of Parliament, one of the things that takes place the day before is that a group of... Um, The king's guard, the yeoman yeoman of the guard, uh, the beef eaters, you you probably better know them in America, um, who who are the guards of the Tower of London. They um, ceremonially march through the cellars of the Houses of Parliament um, with a lantern. And oh, they're, they're
2: looking, looking for the uh, gunpowder again. Gunpowder, <laughs> and
0: and they do that every year, uh, the day before, the evening before the state opening of parliament, to prevent a repeat of the gunpowder plot, <laughs> uh, which took place in sixteen. Remember, remember, yeah, sixteen sixty something, I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, those traditions become locked into in, into part of the, the so way where of doing did things. The,
2: where did the mask come from in in, in, the, in the Gunpowder Rebellion? The witch, sorry, the mask. They have that mask. Guy oh, Fawkes. the guy, guy Fawkes mask. Yeah, uh, where
0: did that come from? I've no idea. Well, I think that comes from the from the movie V. Yeah, I, I saw V. Yeah, a, yeah, I think but, that's entirely it. Um, so it's it's just Hollywood made up. Yeah, that's Hollywood made up. I mean, uh, <laughs> that's so Guy funny. Fawkes. Guy Fawkes never wore a mask. He was, you know, all, I know uh, the, the, his real the, name the is. Greeno. Pieces,
2: I'm yeah. um, sorry. no, know, he never did.
0: I mean, it and is it, a mask that we, that Hollywood created to represent Guy. It, Fawkes. it just took on. And and of course, it it's representative of this anarchic desire to destroy the establishment, which is what uh, Fawkes and his fellow conspirators were trying to do. They weren't actually trying to destroy the establishment. What they were trying to do was kill the king. Uh, They were trying to kill King James because what they wanted to do was to restore a Catholic monarchy. Um, And they were planning on blowing up the king, Uh, not parliament. But it's often been said that Guy Fawkes was the last man to ever enter parliament with honest intentions.
3: Uh Mm-hmm.
2: And there was a. I know there was. Uh, a, oh God, I can't think of what it was. Was it a stone? Oh, I believe it was a Scottish oh, stone. The that stone. Was, yeah. That the was stone of un- the, stone the throne. Stone. Yes, and the and the British stone. the British allowed them to steal it. <laughs> uh, well, it's, it's it might still be there uh,
0: because. Oh, they took it back. Well, yeah, they, they, they might have. There was taken a plot. It. There was a plot to to steal it back. They did. Well, nobody's quite sure now whether the stone um, was the stone of scone, which is spelt S-C-O-N-E, which looks like the word scone or scone. Um, But it was it was a stone upon which all the Scottish kings were uh, knelt. And then they were. um, uh, What's the word Uh, during their coronation and made king Mm -hmm. uh, of Scotland? Now, when uh, Scotland became part of uh, the United Kingdom yep. um, or somewhat before then the the, the English took the stone um, and placed it under the British throne to represent yep. the fact that Scotland was subservient to England reason, right. and that they had one you know, there was one king over both both nations yep. and it stayed there under the throne uh, for Hundreds of years until yeah. I think it was in the nineteen. Well, there've been several attempts. in it was recent. Yeah, there was a, there was one famous one in the nineteen fifties or nineteen sixties where I think the Scots actually got it. Yeah, uh, and then the English got it back uh, sometime later. But nobody's rather sure whether the one that the English got back was the real one or a copy. So the one that we've given back may actually have been a copy of uh, because it's not the one they already had. That the one that they already have. <laughs> <had>. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, that's why I said nobody's quite sure whether they've got yeah. – well, whether, you know, which one they've got now, the copy, the original, or both.
2: So many because, interesting
0: stuff. Because there is also another copy now under the throne. <laughs> Whatever. Or, or a brick, you know, it's something. Like something. Probably haunted. Yeah, maybe.
2: <laughs> Can you bring so, that over with you?
0: Yeah, it's really confusing being British, unless you're British, in which case it's really quite simple. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, you know, we try to explain these things. I mean, one of the other great difficulties is Great Britain and the United Kingdom.
2: Yeah, uh, we've with, gone through that before. So, yeah, I don't
0: want to which are that, which yeah, are one and the same, point. but not quite the same. But not quite.
2: Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I mean, that's all interesting stuff. But um, I thought I'd talk a little bit about ourselves and what we would like to do, and, and ask pose the same questions to our listeners to. And they can actually answer us in the chat room if they want to. But if you could investigate any place in the world, oh, gosh. what would you pick and why? You know, the honest answer to that is it
0: varies. Um, there are lots of places I would love to investigate. Okay.
2: I'll tell you this. I'll make it easy you. I'll give you a top three. Okay. So, all right? Okay. And then you don't have to be in any particular order. All right. Um. Obviously,
0: the RMS Queen Mary, because, oh, um, interesting. because yeah. it's an unusual one, okay. um, because it's a ship, because it's British, because it's linked with our history, um, because it had so many famous events attached to it, and because the idea fascinates me that uh, it could be haunted, um, and it's an, it's an interesting and challenging place to investigate with some interesting stories that are associated with it. So that would be one. An obvious one would have to be the Tower of London um, with oh, yeah. with its thousand year history and it and many 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 ghost stories that go back hundreds of years that are a link to the site um, it simply is perhaps one of if not the I hate to say this phrase but the most haunted place in the United Kingdom um, there are well attested stories of uh, seeming ghosts reported by the military guards um, uh, that you know that, that go back you know several hundred years um there are ghostly bears there are you know royal you know kings and queens were executed in the tower many traitors were executed in the tower or were imprisoned and incarcerated in the tower there is barely a building within the tower complex um that doesn't have a well known or well uh reported ghost at- associated with it so for that reason alone and also for the fact that it has almost never ever been investigated by anybody uh, there was one TV attempt at it uh, about ten years ago now uh, one of these television lives but they were just playing at it um, I would absolutely love to I mean just to be in touch you know just to spend time in such a historical place would, would oh, yeah. give me a thrill regardless of you know the paranormal connotations and I think also perhaps um, Alcatraz Island. Really? Yeah, because I mean, it's it's exotic, obviously, um, but also it 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 also intrigues me because because of the stories attached to it and the the folklore that's grown up around Alcatraz Island. That's
2: so strange. I would. Those are places I would. Other than uh, the Tower of London, I would have, wouldn't have picked either one of those. Well, I, you know, as,
0: if, as I said, if, if you'd asked me six months ago or in six months' time, that list, except for the Tower of London, that list might, might vary. Yeah. Um, but I think at this particular moment, they are, they are places I would love to visit. There is one place that, you know, I won't even mention on the radio for, 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 uh, for reasons, but that, that I would dearly love to um, examine um, because there is a fascinating uh, possibility uh, linked to the stories that are attached to it, but for for good, sound sort of political reasons um, and social reasons, I don't think I even dare name the place on air. Um, but really? those, yeah, those That's three. Not like you. I know, I know. Uh, I did actually nearly have an opportunity to to become involved in a, an investigation um, mm. of the of the location uh, a number of years ago that involved yeah, a unnamed location, unnamed location in uh, in Poland. Um, that there were there were just two oh,
2: oh 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 you're talking about Auschwitz. Uh,
0: well, okay, seeing as you've named it, yeah. Um, it fact, I, I don't find that it. if
2: it's done if it's done properly. Well, this well, yeah, is I what we were trying to put together. Was, well, I I, I yeah.
0: don't, but many many people might. Uh, but what fascinated me is the idea of. I mean, it is it is a commonly held belief and theory that. Uh, places where great and you know lots of wicked deeds and lots of people suffered record um, the you know imprints into the environment itself and there are lots of people who go there and they say that they feel uh, they they feel an an awful presence about the place now obviously they know a great deal about it I visited it uh, about 20 years ago now um and and it does have an ambiance and an atmosphere that is uh unique Mm -hmm. and very awe-inspiring but it does offer an opportunity with so many such concentrated grief Mm -hmm. to if if such a if such a theory were to uh hold water then that is the one place on the plot on the face of the planet perhaps where the theory uh, you know, the you know the the, the manifestation of the, the the idea would be at its greatest yeah, and get interesting inter- and yet interestingly um, I spoke to the guides and uh, and the the Polish guides whilst we were there and I asked them about apparitions and ghosts and they were quite comfortable about answering um,
3: and they and said that
0: they said that there were, um, but they obviously there was a language barrier. Uh, there was a language and time difficulty in she getting. me.
2: i interpret
0: it for you. There we are, um, and there was a media production company who were working with the along the idea, and who who uh, this was around about fifteen or sixteen years ago. Um, and the Polish government were broadly supportive of the plan, which was to conduct a science-based experiment into this idea of um, uh, location recording of phenomena. Um, and as part of that, they were they were going to incorporate um, a pot, you know into the advisory team a rabbi and a priest uh, and a member of the Polish government to make sure that nobody inadvertently did anything yeah. wrong. Uh, right. Unfortunately, the cost imp- the cost uh, of, of the, uh, the whole project just spiraled out of control, and then there was a change uh, within the Polish government that, that prevented the, the, the plan from going ahead. But that okay. would have been a truly fascinating experience.
2: Okay, so now I'll give you my list. But before I do, if there's anyone in the Toji or the, the, the Parex uh, chat room that would like to give a, give us their list of the three places they would love to ha- investigate. Uh, please do, but uh, speaking about the chat room, uh, Sealing Cat from the Pararex says, "Alcatraz is cold and damp, unless you go in the spring, <laughs> the boat ride is choppy, and the sea get you seasick." So, well, you I'm go. British, you know,
0: cold, damp—that's <laughs> yeah. our summer every day. And, <laughs> yeah, and and I, you know, I
2: live on the coast, so you know, choppy waters. Okay, so now I Just give
0: like you going across street.
2: the island. <laughs> so yeah. Give me your now I'll give you my three now. Uh we got about two minutes left, unfortunately. But uh I I would uh one of my f- things now I will give you a choice because I will do either one. I would do Shackleton Shack in Antarctica. Oh good or choice. or uh Mount Washington Observatory here in New Hampshire. And uh I I like them because of the isolation and there are Absolutely good stories involved with both of them, and uh, so those to me are, are extremely intriguing. Uh, uh, Shackleton Shack uh, perhaps might be a little bit better if I had to push it up, but either one, I would take either one. If somebody said, I almost did Mount Washington too. It got uh, pulled at the last minute, but uh, we almost did an investigation there. But they have a a, a thing called the the present. So oh, we're running out of time, aren't we? Well, we can continue after the break. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So. Uh anyways that would be one of my my favorite places is the because of the solitude and in, in the the uh stories that associated. And then of course uh one of my favorite absolutely favorite and should I leave it till after the break? Yeah. And just
0: before we go to the break Nathan says Area 51, the pyramids and the White House.
2: Oh, there you go. Some good choices there. But, once we have,
0: but only once you have a classy or respectable president in office. Did you add that, or did he put that in? No, there? no, no, no. That comes from Nathan. I'm just quoting.
2: Okay. Anyway, <laughs> looks like uh, do we have? Yeah, we're going to break now, right? Yeah. PSO. Six. Five, four, there we go. Three, so, anyway, y'all listen to Ghost Chronicles International. I don't think so. Ghost Chronicles <laughs> Next Generation or International Next Generation. And right here on TogeDet and Pararex. And we'll be right back after the following messages.
0: Very welcome back to part two of Ghost Chronicles The Next Generation with me, the bald bombshell, and the other <laughs> bald bombshell. <laughs> and the other hairless wandering New England, Ron. You're listening to us live on Togginet, the podcast, possibly, and, or Pararex. And before the break, we were chatting about favorite places or places we would most like to go. And I think we, we'd left you at the South Pole, or was it on
2: Mount Washington? Actually, I don't know. I mean, it, really, I, I, either one I would take if somebody if I had a flip. I like, a coin, the, you know, I like
0: this. I like the Shackleton one because I've uh, investigated his ship, the RRS Discovery. I, so I thought you said he... a
2: shit. No, <laughs> his ship, the ship he used to get ship, to the, ship the South Pole. Oh right. Uh, when I was in college, uh, one of one of my teachers, my teacher of uh, professor of oceanography. Uh, he was in the Navy at the time when uh, Admiral Burr went to the South School. He was in the lead destroyer. He was the captain of the lead destroyer at that time. So uh, the icebreaker that went through there. So that was kind of cool. But anyways, uh, I, I do want to have a chat Before I get onto my list, uh, we have a comment from the Pararex. that says, she, uh, Ceylon Kess said, She would love to see you in solitary confinement in a wild place. So... I guess people I she's to talking about you. Lock you up, I guess. No, no she's you. About you. Oh no no, love to sue him. She knows she's talking to me. Oh <laughs> <laughs> that the, would be the, you. Do you know
0: that idea about Alcatraz and, and you know because they say that you know people won't spend the night there. I would yeah. love uh, to spend the night alone in Alcatraz, um, just to have the experience.
2: Wait a minute! Didn't you spend your uh, your. Uh, a, a night in uh, was it a closed court was it in, the, in the Edinburgh what do they oh, call that no, more than one night um,
0: during yeah. During, uh, yeah during one of the ghost fests uh, What's I it was called uh, Mary King's Close in Edinburgh Frank, underneath King's. the Royal Mile but um, you know apparently nobody nobody likes spending time I was on my own down there for eight hours a day for the best part of two weeks um, yeah it was it was quite a boring experience in reality
2: and uh, you know that's that's the thing that appeals to me about Shackleton's Shack is because of the isolation of it, and, and the same with the uh, uh, Mount Washington observatory. Although the, the the crew is there, but it's funny. So I would think yeah. of either one of them. It's, it's like the thing. Remember, ever see the movie The Thing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would get that feeling when I was there. <laughs> but, <laughs> the
0: thing, the thing about Shackleton's Shack is though, because um, I mean, is it? I I, I actually don't know the story too well, but. Is he supposed to haunt it? Because he does he is supposed to haunt the RRS Discovery up in Dundee, Scotland.
2: Or well, doesn't? Uh, what's her face? Uh, the Queen that got head yeah, chopped. Maybe. Up. Yeah,
0: Yeah, yeah, Is this she all over
2: England? All over, Anne Boleyn and Mary
0: Queen of Scots. Yeah, She's there everywhere. you go. Yeah. You know, the, once you're dead, you have the ability to flit from place to place.
2: Yeah, you know all that cool
0: stuff. Get anyway, it. that's one location. You know,
2: so that's one choice. Either or. So what's the? Oh, Cat says that the solitary confinement is, is haunted by a demon with glowing red eyes. Ooh, it gets even better. At least it won't sounds, be on my sounds own. Sounds like a
0: black shuck to me. Well, I won't be on my own, then, will I? Provided I've got... I know. Provided, Bring provided, some dog, dog have, bones. If I've got sandwiches, I'll be fine. Dog
2: bones. Bring some dog... And tea. tea. Batching, you know, bacon. Tea. Bacon bets. Bacon bets. They love bacon. <laughs> Not American bacon. No, no. They have a dog thing for bacon. They call bacon, bacon, everybody. Anyway. Uh, okay. All right. Pearl, so, go Yeah, there you go. So going to my next one on my list, and this has been done a few times, but to me it's just an intriguing story. And that is, uh, I'm going to screw the name up, Huska Castle in Prague. I don't know that one. You don't? It's the gateway to hell. Uh, I
0: thought Malchitras was. Oh, no, that's where the demon's already there, isn't he?
2: Well, oh, also, Skull, Kansas, uh, Stull Cemetery in Kansas is, is another gateway. Gets to hell. around. Actually, watched a lot. There's, there's something like uh, 13 Gateways or 11 Gateways to Hell or whatever. I suppose there like, has to be,
0: really, because, you know, he's obviously, you know, like, well, you know, better than just a front and back door.
2: Well, uh, the, 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, the, yeah, I guess, right. <laughs> sneak out for the night, you know. Hey, where, where, where's where's
0: Hell's Porchway? Hell's Porchway? Oh, we've got the doorway. Where's the porch? Oh, no. does Hell it's have a front porch now? Well, but does, does 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 you know does it have a front porch that he can sit on in his rocker and like, good an evening?
2: Anyways, who's got castle is is the, the oh there's a chapel built over the gateway to Hell and there's a a pit in there, and the pit goes down for. Ever and ever and ever, it's bottomless. And the story is that is that they wanted to lower. Uh, they were trying to get volunteers to go into the pit, and they they uh, had difficulty. So they they got some prisoners to do it. They said they would pardon them if they would go in, and they lowered them down. And then they came, screamed. And on the way out, uh, they they drew them back up. And when they did, they hear it all turn white. Oh. So you just says, I just typed in the wrong place there twice. And they went uh, crazy. Yeah, well
0: it's good. <laughs> um, yeah. This, At least this, you're
2: consistent, but the, yeah. there's, there's tons of stories there. There's there's all kinds of creatures and demonic I,
0: I like the idea of the bottomless pit, because you know, if I ever went there, the first thing I'd do is get a long Sit me in a piece pit. of... No, it would be to get a weight and a long piece of thread and measure the depth of it. Oh, you can't. It goes forever. I'd give it a go. They I'd... drop
2: stuff in it, and they never that's, hear.
0: It. That's that's like a rag, a red rag to a bull. I would have to at least try to measure it. Of course, of course, you would. Know, I... You know, I I'm going to take it. It's bottomless. Give me some twine and a weight, and I'll find out how bottomless it really. Or you could
2: is. just use a laser.
0: Uh well, I'd rather just use. I'd be old-fashioned about it. Oh,
2: okay. I don't want to.
0: You know, I wouldn't like to offend anybody at the bottom by dazzling them with a the laser.
2: Right, they could be driving an airplane. Yeah. On <laughs> <And> China. <laughs> right, doesn't if you go all the way through the world, you end up in China. Did you ever hear that when you were a kid? Uh, I Actually, yes. It used to be Australia, not China. Oh, and, and America's China. Uh, they always just say, you know, if you dig down far
0: enough, you'll you'll come out in Australia, but you'll come out yeah. and upside down. down. Yeah, which point, Ch- China then, is the same way here. Yeah, I was just wondering, at which point uh, on your journey do you actually, you know, sort of...
2: Go go upside up,
0: yeah. <laughs> halfway through. Yeah. Well, anyway, what's your third choice?
2: When you punch through, you know, the punch of the center of the earth, where where uh,
0: down, there. hot down. You there. know,
2: all the dinosaurs live, and uh, Hitler is still there, and everything. An admiral, else. Burr, an admiral bird uh, found his way in, didn't he?
0: Did he really? He claimed. Well, people say he did. So he flew what? into well, the big hole of the South Pole that he discovered when he made his transarctic sort of yeah, apparently, he discovered a continent in where entrance to the inside of the Earth at the South Pole.
2: Yeah, they hear scratching on the walls. In fact, uh, the the Nazi fortress. I mean, it was used as a Nazi for, fortress, uh, who's got a Castle. You gotta go there, Steve. You and I will go there. We'll lead a trip there. Okay. Right. I should have to go read about it now. Headless reading. spirits, headless spirits with blood gush. Oh, let me. Put, I get the link. I'll put the link up there. It would say a lot. Both of these pla- all these places were actually in my book, uh, uh, "Ghost of Day."
0: Am I just admitting I haven't read
2: it? <laughs> I don't know why you have. That's like the most fun book, and, and you do um, you could. Do you know you why could... I haven't read it?
0: Because it's not on the shelf. You don't have it. I don't have it. I've got "Ghost Chronicles."
2: Oh shit! Let me get you that. Cool. That's. Uh, no, yeah. I haven't got the other one. I've only got one of your books. Oh, that's that's a, a fun book. It's three hundred sixty-five. You know the there's small because there's three hundred and sixty five stories from around the world. And they go from everything from Shackleton Shack and Araka to top of Mount Everest to uh, Under the Ocean to uh, So you know, it's like a, it's like a forerunner then of the Teller
0: of Curious Tales, which we run on Ghost Chronicles International. You know what?
2: It that's right, it is. And if you haven't heard the Teller of Curious Tales, then <laughs> you tune in to uh, Ghost Chronicles International. I think next week we do it every other week normally. Yeah. We do episode eleven text- next week next week, so there you go. And uh, Episode right. so, 12, sorry, episode 12 next week. Is it really? It is. I just checked on my computer. I have 11 I episodes just, stored. So. I was just going to confuse, because I was going to post this thing on the Huska uh but I'm not sure what page to post it on, whether it's the international one or the... <laughs> Uh, next generation. It has one. to be next generation, otherwise, you'll just confuse
0: the poor sods on the international who won't have a clue. Because last night we were talking about um, seances and ghost technology. Right. Yeah, so po- posting a, a link to a castle in, in Czechoslovakia, in the Czech I Republic. The uh,
2: dramatic, demonic horrors of Huska Castle. So anyway, that's two, two out of three. Was, so what's built? What's number three? Retain- oh, I have a third one. You do. I know that was a tough one. I mean, uh, there's so many, so many cool things that you
0: could do. I know this is the problem, isn't it? I mean, I know. You know but yeah, I'm I bet about... you, does your list change as well? It would.
2: It would absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It would absolutely. Uh, I, I guess I'm going to go with with uh, Pravo Island off of uh, Italy. Uh, the... Oh, Palagia. Yeah, thank you. Because since I, you know, I screwed that
0: up earlier. Yeah. Pauve, off the um, in the bay of um, well, just off Venice.
2: In yeah, the, Venice, right? Yeah, yeah. So many great, good ghost stories there. Such a great backstory on there with mass graves and uh, the the uh, killing I, of the doctor. Yes. yes, yes. The bell that rings it's not there. All that cool stuff. So you know, uh, there was a, yeah. You know, yeah, I'm sure you've, you've heard of Uri Geller,
0: um, the, the I yeah, a Spoon Bender. Um, he did a British television ghost. Uh, go, uh, he did a British television program in which he went to in to investigate and communicate with the ghosts of Paveglia
2: about oh, that's nice. five or six years what ago. Did he bend their spoons? He found nothing. He didn't even bend the spoons for him.
0: No. No, oh, that's a shame. Oh, it—you know—it was one of those. uh, It was a huge disappointment, in actual fact. Um, Really?
2: Oh, now you just—no, I mean the program. Not the island. Not the island.
0: Not the island. The television program, but you kind of knew that the television program was going to be a huge disappointment, particularly when it's Uri Geller. um, Do you don't like Uri Geller?
2: got something against Uri Geller?
0: Um, not personally, no. But, you know, I mean, it was a television program that was a showcase for Uriella. It had very, you know, he just chose, he had the opportunity to go and do this location. And he didn't do a very good job of it because he was more intent on selling Uriella than than exploring uh, Um But it's a th- fantastic location. And, do you know, I'm sort of kicking myself that I didn't stick it on mine as well.
2: Really? Well, yeah. we do think of
0: like at times so. That would be a cool location, and it wouldn't be, and it wouldn't be all damp and cold. No, it wouldn't, you know,
2: because it's in the Mediterranean.
0: Although uh, Venice itself is is um, you know, often damp because it's sinking.
2: Uh, oh, that's a shame.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, it, it's built on. Um, I think
2: it sank marsh. during the demonic. I mean, during well, It the... sinks.
0: It sinks regularly. In fact, it is continually sinking back into the marsh upon which it's built because it was built basically on. Uh, the, the Venetians built uh, a huge bed of rushes and, and wood and then put the buildings on top of it. And, of course, over time, to me. over time, the the, the, build, the weight of the buildings has compressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, now, um, you know, several times a year uh, at peak high tides, uh, the whole of Venice becomes flooded uh, because it is, and, and the situation is getting worse and worse and worse because the place is, is, is actually sinking back into the Adriatic Yeah, it is the Adriatic. Um, uh, Or is it the northern Mediterranean? Hmm. I think it's actually... Sorry, I think it's the north... I don't know. It's the
2: Mediterranean.
0: you sure it's not the Adriatic? Oh, no, the Adriatic's the other side, so it is, yeah, it's the Mediterranean. But anyway, regardless of what it's sinking into, it's sinking, and, you know, another few hundred years, and it probably won't be there. Or it will have
2: been, because they'll have thought of some way of... California's gonna fall off anyways in the United yeah. States and we'll... Well, yeah, we better get I'm, to Perveglia. I'm buying a all property on in Colorado have, so I can have beachfront property. <laughs> we'll have to um we'll have to get to Poveglia fairly quickly before it disappears. Particularly now the
0: Yeah, particularly now somebody's pulled out of the Euro the world climate <laughs> world climate thing, so that'll just make oh. it stick faster. No, that's a myth. That's a <laughs> <ballast>. <laughs> <laughs> not according to Al Gore it's not
2: who yeah the guy that invented the internet yeah who okay so there you go all right moving along so those are kind yes. of my my list I, I I like I like your list uh although you know I did not i wouldn't put Alcatraz is an interesting one. I have to give Alcatraz you. Alcatraz is
0: I I put on because it's a challenge because it's mm. one that has got a reputation and I don't get frightened by reputation. I get right. intrigued by reputation. Yeah. Um, yeah. kind of like that pit. You know, the bottomless pit. That the idea that you know the, the has come about uh, fascinates me because obviously it's not bottomless, um, and I think we accept. I mean, I, okay. I I'm fascinated by myth and by folklore. You know, that's, that goes kind of hand in hand with with the sort of things that you and I investigate. A lot of it is involved in folklore and mythology. You know, many of the ghost stories that are attached to locations go back hundreds of years. Or indeed, you can actually witness for yourself modern folklore and mythology being created. Um, you know, we have locations here in the UK and castles in Wales quite, near, quite close to where I live, uh, where historically there have been very few ghosts reported and yet in very recent times with the popularity and increase in ghost stories, new ghosts um, have been found um, mm-hmm. or claim to have been found and a whole mythology to explain them has grown up and has been accepted into the folklore that's so associated with not this doesn't this,
2: doesn't this come up to, to the Heart of the Health experiment?
0: Well, it does. I mean, the idea that you know ghosts can be created by the living um, yeah absolutely does I, and it 's just fascinating to watch what will become future folklore um, being created um, you know by by our present generation and many of the ghost stories you have to wonder whether you know, there, there's obviously you know, no smoke without fire in, um, And you have to wonder and try to when you're looking at uh, at a location and researching the location, you have to try and dig down through this folklore and mythology to try to get to those very first original accounts and experiences. I mean, For example, here we have a fort uh, that was built to protect Britain in the event of a Napoleonic invasion, and it protects uh, the port of Milford Haven, very close to where I am in West Wales. And um, it has a has a terrifying local reputation for being haunted. Um, it's now been, it's now been uh, sealed, but not because of anything paranormal. It's been sealed for safety reasons. Yeah. And, right. And
3: all of the people, the Hashanah, that,
0: because
2: people yeah, disappeared. Yeah.
0: All of the people that live in the area are around the fort, this Victorian fort, uh, at Hubberston, it's called Hubberston fort. They, they know the stories um, and they know the stories of, uh, that are associated with it, the spooks and specters that, that are said to haunt, and none of them are pleasant. Um, now, it's very, very difficult uh, to trace back to find an original source of the actual haunting stories. But And what becomes quite apparent is what you're, you end up dealing with is a, a building that was uh, open to all of the local children who used to go in and they would explore it and they would party it uh, in it and they would, you know, do what youth do inside these abandoned places. And it became um, a kind of bogeyman story that, that, that some of the parents told the children in order to keep them away from it. And mm-hmm. the, these bogeyman stories have grown into the mythology and folklore that are linked now to Hopperston, uh, to the fort. And have become accepted and retold and retold and embellished and what you find is it's now that these stories which were only created uh, very recently in the 1970s and 1980s have now become as I say part of the modern folklore associated with that location hmm. all right I, you know I guess that many other ghost stories start off the same way
2: I, I would think so and, and I think you're right about today more than often because we talked about this uh, on a show, uh, I believe we did. Oh, uh, definitely talked about it on the one on the Houghton Mansion where, where we did the first investigation. There were uh, we only could determine X spirits, or at least that's what we believed were there. And over the years, that number has grown and changed. So, uh, yeah, it, it does fit in. Yeah, I mean,
0: we, you know, we are creating uh, folklore as we go, and the generations before us likewise must have done the same, and these stories are now passed down. And when you, when you read ghost books um, about areas, so, for example, you know, Haunted West Wales or the different counties of Great Britain, you find, I mean, there are several books on the shelves, of course, that the different authors write, and you often find that they're repeating the same story, but they're adding their own little embellishments to it, Uh, you know in the way that they're telling the story or simply you know almost cutting and pasting without really considering and you see the story being repeated now of course with the internet you see um, you know the stories appearing on group uh, websites and pages being repeated as 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 fact Um, when in fact you know you are obviously quite obviously in the case of some of the locations that I'm aware of, um, you're dealing with, you know, a, a, re, a recent, a modern created story.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, I know that you, you got to go to quite a few locations when you worked with the uh, most haunted. Uh, and one of the, the ones that I was always intrigued about is the series of uh, offshore forts that protected Great Britain. Not mm-hmm. uh, during World War Two. Did, did you ever have a chance to go to one of those? No, no, none of those were ever done on the on the on the show. Oh, um, they weren't. I thought they were. Uh, I, I apologize yeah. for that. Uh, none of those no, were I... ever done. The, sea,
0: the coastal sea forts, yeah, um, that stand in the English Channel. Um, in fact, one of them is actually now is now supposed to be its own kingdom independent and, country, right? You know, independent country. That's right. Yep. Um, but no, that, they were never done. And I, I, to be honest with you, because most of them are abandoned, and you know derelict you know these things have been standing in seawater for the best part of uh, uh, 70 80 years they're in no fit state to go but to go on to to, to explore uh, they're simply relics of our of our past um, but you know I mean, we we are I, I've been very fortunate uh, throughout my ghost hunting um, lifetime to have been Able to visit many, many of Britain's top haunted locations: Dover Castle, you know, the uh, down on the south coast, um, the 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 the, uh, the Castle of Edinburgh, uh, Mary King's Close. Many, you know, the top. Uh, re- looking down, there's there's you know several American ghost hunters. as You said before, are Anglophiles, and they write accounts of um, British hauntings. And um, well, some people
2: often ask them. Uh, yeah
0: to write, yeah uh, you, know, you know as an experienced investigator it's something that they yeah. do get asked all of right. the time I um and yeah, you know, i'm very fortunate in that the vast majority of, of places that they talk so enviously about i've had the privilege of, of of visiting and likewise there are many like the winchester house in america and uh and 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 you know lots of other great american locations the lizzie borden house um nearby you uh I haven't yet had the privilege of visiting and, and seeing myself. You haven't gone to Lizzie Borden? I've got part of Lizzie Borden's house in a glass jar that you gave me. Uh, um, okay.
2: But no, I'm um, not yet. Well, that will have to be on in your trip when you come over here this, this uh, September, October. Okay. I will get you in there, uh, although that's a tough time to get in. But uh, uh, maybe we can sleep overnight there.
0: Maybe. Maybe. Or... or... But there are, it's a case of the grass is always greener, isn't it? Because, you know, there are lots of places that I guess Americans would love to visit in Britain because there's 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 also a sort of, you know, uh, I, I was speaking to an American investigator a few months ago when they were saying, you know, how envious they were of all of the castles that we have here in the UK. And it's it struck me as, as um, kind of sad that we have... You know, so many of these castles that date back, you know, a thousand years um, and and more into our past, that we kind of—I mean, whilst they're impressive buildings, we kind of bypass them. Um, mm. You know, we don't give them because we see them. But well, certainly here in, you know, uh, we see them on a daily basis. as a castle in the town I live, and you know, from from where I live, I can see—I think it's eight castles mm-hmm. uh, with the naked eye. You know, we're not sure of them here in Wales.
2: And the other thing, though, is is that a lot of Americans get the idea of these castles like they're still in good shape, but a lot of these castles are basically ruins.
0: Oh, I mean, a lot of these castles are basically not even there. Um, <laughs> no, I mean if if we take if we take for example, you know, many Americans think that the castle is that sort of traditional, um, you know, huge. Stone structure that they see on in, in Hollywood uh, with King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are actually very few of those castles in the UK. The vast majority, I think, there are over. I think we've got about fourteen or fifteen hundred castles in the UK. And of those, over eight or nine hundred of them are just a, a mound of grass because they are a, a, a much earlier castle uh, called a motte bailey, which was just simply a you know a, a sort of a thrown up. Mound of earth with a wooden palisade on top of it, or a stockade on top of it, um, and you know some of those became stone castles uh, in the in the more recognisable sense. But many of them have just disappeared and are recognised as archaeological oddities in the ground now.
2: Well, that was the bell, which means pizza from the dentist. Yeah, can you believe that?
0: Uh, I can. And I'm just saying, talking about pizza, that Nathan lives just across the river from Fall River. Yeah, Lizzie Borden's bed and breakfast is.
2: Yeah, there we are. Yeah, yeah, I've been there several times. In fact, I took uh, who was the group that? Oh, uh, Haunted Devon. That was. Yeah. I took them there one time when they first. Well, as I here. say, I, I have some brick dust from the Lizzie. Borden. Yeah, so we'll, maybe we'll get that. Maybe that'll be one of the spots I'll get you in this year, because we like to do little excursions by ourselves once in a while. <laughs> yeah, I still remember the Westford night. <laughs> 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 say no more wink wink that
0: was, nudge.
3: That, that was a legendary trip
0: a wink great, wink nudge, nudge, a great say no
3: more.
0: I'm going to write that down one day
3: yeah
0: to write that story down
2: before. yeah that was uh, yeah that was special
1: <laughs> so anyways nice.
2: Yeah, that's one way of saying it. <laughs> We've got to wrap it up, so uh, thanks for staying up. Uh, you know, I, I had a lot of people that uh, stuck their names in here, and uh, uh, so that was nice of you to do it. And, and, and I well, thank all uh, them. I'm, I'm only sorry they got the bald bombshell
0: and not the blonde bombshell. Yeah, well. But no know. doubt Anne's having a lovely time on her girly biking trip. with.
2: Her so baby. many beers, so, so little time. That was the last comment I saw from her. Does she drink? Oh, my god, She drinks like a fish. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think that's we're getting the signal to get the hell off the air. We are. Mm -hmm. I think. All right. So, here's the tunes. Steve, thank you so much. Uh, Check out Steve's website, which is? Uh,
0: Theghosthunter.webs.com.
2: And you can meet Steve when he comes over here in September uh, for Spirit Quests and some other events. Uh, check out my website, neghostproject.com. So good night and God bless everyone, and God save the Queen. Good morning. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>
0: From goalies to ghosties, long legged beasties, and
3: things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord. If you're ready.